Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about the protests in France. In France, we're seeing the Gilets Jaunes protests. That yellow vest is required in the safety kit of every automobile. And so, of course, everyone in the country has one, at least anyone who has a car. So these little yellow vests are all over the country. They're being used to symbolize the protest. I have a unique perspective because I spent quite a bit of time working in France from the years 2004 to 2007. That time, I was responsible for a microprocessor development team with two locations. We had an office in Corbeil-Essonne, which is about 30 minutes south of Orly Airport, just outside Paris, and a second location in a town called Sofia Antipolis, which is just west of Nice in the south of France. I would spend an average of a week a month there for an extended period of time, and it was during that time that I came to understand French culture. So on today's show, I'm offering a perspective on the protests that we're seeing playing out on the news over the last several weekends uh, here in France. Now, generally speaking, the idea of protesting is deeply ingrained in the French culture. I'm going to generalize a little bit here, and as with any generalization, there are exceptions which I fully recognize. The French people are highly unhappy with the current state of affairs in their country. At the same time, they're also highly fearful of change. They find themselves to be prisoners of their present circumstance. It's an environment where if you're an employee and you work for your employer for 12 months plus a day, it becomes incredibly expensive for your employer to fire you. The employer will face paying two years of severance. That's right, two years of severance. And by law, any enterprise with more than 50 employees must have a works council. And the works council is the local labor union. In an environment where it's incredibly difficult to fire people, or incredibly expensive to fire people, the side effect is it's very difficult for people to find a job. If they do get fired, they can face an extended period of time trying to find new employment. I want to contrast that with here in North America. For example, if someone gets fired in North America, a very small percentage of those cases will go to litigation. I don't know the exact number, but let's say it's going to be definitely under 10% will go to litigation. Whereas in France the vast majority, I'm going to say 90% plus of dismissal cases end up in front of a tribunal. Back in 2004 to 2007, I was responsible for leading a microprocessor development team, again with those two locations in France. And what I discovered is that even though we had a very good relationship, you know, the management team was based here in North America, the French employees were extremely fearful. And it wasn't just that the employees who were working for me directly were fearful. It was these employees used to work for IBM. They worked for IBM France with a very large staff of 10,000 people. Now, we acquired a division of IBM. This was the microprocessor development group. And the IBM union that represented the 10,000 employees working at IBM were very fearful that IBM was, quote unquote, selling a business as a way of firing people out of the organization. So the IBM union challenged the legitimacy of the business sale in the courts. They were very concerned that IBM was getting rid of people by selling businesses. Now I'm going to take a minute and get into the intricacies of French labor law, but only for a minute. There's a law called L122-12, and the purpose of that law is to make sure that there's preservation of employment in the event of a business sale. Basically, what it says is that when you buy a business, you must take all the people. You cannot let people go. And it's one of these laws, again, designed to preserve employment. Here in North America, if you buy a business, you buy a business. You don't buy the people. The people come over to the new business of their own free will. In France, it's exactly the opposite. Not only do you buy the people, you have to buy the people. It's a subtle but very important distinction. I remember at one time, 
I developed an extremely strong relationship with all of my direct reports in France. They liked working with me. And when the IBM union declared that there were going to be two days of strikes, we had engineers, professional engineers, go participate in two days of strikes in front of the IBM Lagode facility. When I sat down with my employees and asked them the simple question, why are you protesting? They said, look, Victor, you don't understand. If you get fired, you can go find a new job in a couple of weeks. You've got tremendous mobility. We are stuck here in France. We simply don't have the mobility, so we have to preserve our employment. It's something that is sacred. We have to preserve the status quo. Even though we would like things to change, it's more dangerous to accept change than it is to accept the current conditions. So they explained to me that the French people will protest any change because it's more dangerous than the current situation. Here in North America, if the price of gasoline at the pumps goes up by a few cents, nobody's going to pour out into the streets and declare a national day of protest. But in France, it's not really just about a few cents per liter. It's not just about the price of gas. It's about what else is coming. What other changes is the government considering making that would affect the security of their employment? At the end of the day, the French employees that were working for us launched an action in the courts to block the business sale so that they remained within the safety of the IBM umbrella. Today, those 110 employees are back working at IBM, and we had to build a brand new development team in Silicon Valley. In many respects, they didn't care what projects they worked on as long as they had security of employment. So hopefully today's discussion gives you a little bit of insight as to what's going on when you're seeing this spilling out into the news about the protests in France. As you're thinking about that, cherish the freedom of mobility that you have here in North America. Have an awesome day. Make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.